I said Nemo, <laughs> every ball's gonna fall in or go over his head. Nemo, I said Nemo, the Mets won't win any games with Nemo. Every ball is gonna drop in. Well, we've been all fooled. It's still the same old cheap Mets. Half-assed, half-assed, half-assed. Frank, uh, it's not good. Obviously, as Mike Pumo, the New York Post, said tonight, um, Jackie Bradley Jr. is looking for four years, maybe more, and it uh, doesn't seem like the Mets are that interested, as we've been hearing. Is anything going to give him four years? No, the Braves. in four years. And here's Jackie Bradley Jr. In four years at the Braves, has... The the two hundred has uh, the, the the not dropped the ball. Is the, the greatest center fielder ever defensively, and against the Mets, he's batting eight hundred with thirty seven home runs. You know it's not going to happen any other way. I mean, the Mets desperately desperately need a defensive center fielder and someone who could hit too, for that matter. And then of course the the DH is not coming back to the NL. Uh, Rob Manfred is, is, is ruining the game. We're, gonna have a, we're literally going to see a Mets outfield. It'll be Dom Smith in the left, Nimmo in center with balls going over his head and dropping them, and Conforto in right. Any ball in the air is going to fall in. And the Mets have lost 100 straight games with the offensive run saves per game of minus 85 per day. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, too, because it affects Alonzo. Alonzo's going to play first. He struggled defensively last year. Dom Smith's much better at first, and now he's going to be playing left. And Manfred said that the run rule that he's going to keep is second base. Every, uh, every inning, the runner's going to start at second base now. He loves that rule. Yep. And one, two, three, and you have not won a pitch in three seconds. So that means uh, another runner gets on the base. Do, 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 do. And the ball is hit the bullseye. It's a 10 run homer. And now here comes the runners all running on the bases. Yes, that's right. They have to go find where the baseball's hidden. Yes, that's right. We're going to do a million gimmicks to fuck the game up. Yes, this is. Rob Manfred, and he's the biggest fucking moron in the history of sports. I mean, they're talking about growing the game, and they do something like now going back to having pitchers hit. Meanwhile, in the NFL, shaving it, haircut, COVID. <laughs> Can you believe that the barber of the Kansas City Chiefs tested positive mid haircut of the first guy? So one, we're gonna know who it is because the person with the half shaven head, half done haircut is is gonna come running out of the tunnel on on Sunday. Well, if it's Patrick Mahomes, he wouldn't know. He already has a half shaven head haircut. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just well, like I, I mean, they all were or whoever somebody was in close contact is what it sounds like. Uh, I mean, 
Who's getting a haircut the week before the Super Bowl? I think they all want to because they'll look nice, you know, on the national stage. But I mean, oh, yeah, when, they do the, uh, when they have the uh, the uh, the pictures, they they, they talk. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine this? And now starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, Chad Henney. Could you imagine the the NFL would actually push it back? Colin Coward would be saying, postpone it until Patrick Mahomes is healthy. <sighs> I mean, that would have been the biggest. I mean, I, I I don't understand why the Mets just can't get somebody to play center field. I don't really know what the holdup is. Um, I mean, there's not many options out there. Jackie Bradley Jr. is the best option. And either if they don't get Bradley Jr., it only has to be because they got Bauer. It, they can't just uh, they can't get Marwin Gonzalez. That doesn't. No, he's not a fucking corner outfielder. Yeah, but he's not even good. He hasn't been good since 2017. <sighs> Bauer, apparently Trevor Bauer, it's down to the Mets and Dodgers right now. and He'll be a Dodger. Probably. I mean, they're saying the Mets seem more willing to go over the luxury tax, but I don't know what's given anybody any evidence that they are more willing. I no, mean, I don't think Bauer wants to come to New York. I think he wants to be on the West Coast, honestly. I mean... <sighs> we know he's not going to the other L.A. team. I mean, ever since uh, that whole Porter fiasco, everything is just completely fucking falling apart. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of the moves they were trying to make or signings really have kind of dwindled. It seems since they really haven't done much since that Porter fiasco. And then, of course, the Mets, the Mets managed to be linked to another sexual harassment thing with uh, Mickey Moron, now Mickey Molester, the piece of shit. And supposedly it was something that everyone knew. Yeah, I, I, I think they did. I, I think Mickey, Mickey's a weirdo. He's like sending shirtless pictures of himself to female reporters all the time. Well, remember, uh, what was that thing? Uh, 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 did, uh, jacking off in the bullpen when you uh, warm up and you don't uh, start? Don't get in the game? Oh, dry hump. That's what he always used dry to Dry hump, say. yeah. Dry yeah. humping the, the, the uh, relievers. Little did we know Mickey was actually dry humping the female reporters. What a piece of shit. He's a weird... Yeah, he's a piece of shit. And they said that uh, when he was alone, too, with a female reporter, he was like... One of them, he was like massaging her shoulders in the dugout. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm surprised this didn't come out a couple of years ago. Surprised it didn't come out right after the Mets hired him. Apparently, it went on beforehand, too. Happened, happened with, like, five different teams, they said. And, of course... Uh... Your uh, uh, mesmerized teased it, and then like all hell came fucking crashing down. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We lost, uh, we lost a great reporter in our one in our editor, and uh, you know we lost some really good writers too. And um, you know, hopefully things down the road, time will heal, and uh, you know maybe we we'll get some of those guys back. Um, but you know things are things are trudging on, and uh, yeah. Definitely unfortunate because Metzmerize has taken, you know, a lot of big jumps, this, especially this offseason. We've had a lot of reports and, you know, bringing credibility and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be a shame it, that it, did, but it's the Jared very... Porter curse, Frank. It's the Jared it, Porter curse. It's getting very fucking frustrating that the, that the, not the Mets are not doing anything. What about KFC, too? Did you see what he tweeted about Bauer and Mickey? Yep. Yeah, people were not too happy about that. 
he just can't get out of his own way with that. Like that was, I don't believe he was trying to be malicious, but like that was just dumb to say. And people were like, what, what the fuck? That was just bad. But. Oh, it's just been very frustrating. I, I really expected more from the Mets this offseason. Yep, and they're not even talking about an extension with Conforto either, he says. It feels like nothing's changed. No, and, and you know, you have a fair point. I mean, they have made a lot of moves. They've actually brought in a lot of good depth. They got Jordan Yamamoto. They've gotten Lucchesi. They've gotten a couple guys. They, they've rounded out their depth, but they need a center fielder desperately. Third base is J.D. Davis. It's not the worst option. It's not the best option. And then, of course, you know, they haven't made the move that will put them over the top. I mean, I mean, Brandon Nimmo just like it looked like last year he did not know it would, through the P and any he was never in position for anything. He's not comfortable out there. I mean, I I, I don't understand why he how how he could be so poor. And it's like you hope he's been working really hard at you know tr- cross training at center field this offseason, but I don't know that it's even going to make a difference. And now, I like, mean, uh, Frank, the Mets have Aaron Loop now, and their bullpen is their only lefty. And, like, Aaron Loop was good last year, but, like, why not bring back Justin Wilson? What happened with that? Nobody's talking to him? They need, they need another reliever. Their bullpen's uh, crowded, but it's all righties besides Loop. And it's still not that reliable, even with Lugo back. I don't know. You know, all this this the, 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 the silly three-batter rule, which fucking uh, – piece of shit man fraud put in there. Yeah. That changed the whole dynamics about the lefty reliever. And then and then the good rules he takes out. <laughs> but, but now, uh, you know, the season is starting on time. Mets actually scheduled their first uh, full team workout for February 22nd. Everything's starting on time because the uh, union and the owners couldn't come to an agreement. Um, but... You know, everything's which actually on. surprises me. That 154 doesn't sound too bad. The players didn't want to push the season back a month, and they didn't want expanded playoffs. The 154 game though schedule isn't too bad. No, it's it's basically a full season, and uh, you know I'm happy too, Frank. They're they're allowing fans at spring training games, which means they're probably going to allow fans in the regular. Well, season. no, it's going to be uh, city by city and state by state, which oh, means state by state. The, the, yeah, the People's Republic of uh, New York will probably be the last allowing. <laughs> De Blasio will not allow fans the whole year. It's it's up to Florida. That's why there's just fans at the Super Bowl. Yeah, true. You're right. And, uh, you know, um, now actually Murphy, well, Indoor Dining is coming back to New York on Valentine's Day, actually. And uh, Murphy just lifted the curfew for bars and restaurants in New Jersey as of today. Did you hear about that? Well, no, they're expanding it. So it's going to be 35% from 25%. 35 but there's no uh no more 10 o'clock curfew which is good it helps it's amazing you know, hoboken we have to leave the bar at 10 o'clock every weekend it sucks there yeah the ruts hut which used to be uh, opened at midnight was closing at eight well now that'll probably change maybe you could do a late night review yeah we know we have also have the uh the famous uh which call uh all our diners those midnight diners yep that's right I love Midnight Diners. Well, Frank, I mean, what do we got? We got the Super Bowl now. We got you have a big weekend. There was a big announcement coming up. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what you're going to be doing and uh, what Dave 
appointed you to? Well, I'm going to be part of a contest. Uh, there's going to be like uh, five betters, uh, uh, five people uh, participating, five groups. And they're going to be making $10,000 bets on uh, live betting the uh, with the Barstool app in Michigan. Uh, live betting the uh, Super Bowl, different things. Uh, uh, Ryan Whitney's part of that. Yep. Rico Bosco. Who else? White Sox, Dave, and Eddie. Yeah. The White Sox pair. So it should be very interesting. So you're going out to Michigan then? Yes. What day are you going? After I'm done with uh, Rough and Rowdy. So are you going to West Virginia on... I'm going to West Virginia tomorrow. Tomorrow you're going to West Virginia. What time is your flight? No, I'm driving. Uh, riding uh, in the car with people. The bus. You guys are taking the bus down? Yes. That's awesome. What time are you leaving? Like uh, leaving the, uh, the New York at 11. You got any good snacks or anything? Or what, what do you bring on your essential road well, trip? Well, uh, it's funny you should mention that. The trip down to West Virginia is being sponsored by Slice. And we're going to have uh, pizza on board thanks to Slice. And if you uh, uh, hit the code, uh, promo code pizza for a year, you could win. There you go. There's your ad placement there, Frank. <laughs> is there a bathroom on board of this bus? I hope so. <laughs> Who's driving? Big Cat? No, it's a bus. It's a bus. Oh, so someone, you hired someone. Yeah, yeah here it is. And they're going to have uh, Slice pillows and blankets. And uh, fans are going to be given a chance if they hit the hashtag on Twitter or Instagram, Slice for a year. You can win pizza for a year. Just imagine that. That's amazing, Frank. You got it. I, I have a feeling, Frank, you're going to have some good luck with that, hopefully. Yep. And, and then, so then what's your turnaround? Like, you're going to West Virginia tomorrow, and then you're flying from West Virginia to Michigan? No, I'm riding in a car from West Virginia to uh, Michigan. Oh, my God. How far away is that? Not that far. You just got to cross Pennsylvania, Ohio, into Michigan. To Michigan? Who are you going with? I know Spider's going to be in there, and I think Ken Jack or something like that. I heard Spider's a crazy driver, Frank. Be careful. Buckle your seatbelt. Have you ever seen me drive? No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm terrified on the highway, so I drive like 35 miles per hour on the highway. Oh, my God. Their car's honking. <laughs> because they won't leave. Because when I try to change lanes, they won't leave my blind spot. They just sit in the blind spot forever. Holy shit, Frank. And they <laughs> honk at me. You're a hazard, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw Doug's with his hands like this. <laughs> Over his eyes? Yeah. Doug's, Doug said that uh, that was the, scare, the most scared he ever was, was the driving uh, from Rut's Hut to uh, the Meadowlands. Oh, my God. How many people honked at you? I'd say it might about about, about 35 people. Does that happen every time you drive your car? Just on the highways, and I rarely go on highways. Oh, my God. I don't like driving over 35 miles per hour. Frank, and everyone's the, driving there like they're like in the Indianapolis 500. You're the opposite of Paul Walker. Rest in peace. <laughs> but, uh, what? I mean, Frank, you're betting with $10,000 on Sunday. Yes. Your luck has been horrible this year. That, that it has been. Maybe I think you might be due. 
maybe you'll take home all that money. Oh, that would be certainly nice. What would you do if you won the uh, max amount? I'd call a real estate agent and start getting ready to uh, buy a house. Let's go, hopefully. I mean, this fucking apartment continues to shrink. You see the the wonderful job they've done uh, with the plowing of my place. Huh. You saw the pictures, right? Yeah, it was a disaster, of course. They had one plow, and the plow, uh, the plow guy was plowing. It was with the pl- the plow. The guy with the plow actually buried a car, <laughs> and the guy came out to yell at him. And I, I actually thought he was about to call the guy the N word. Oh my god! Was it Ralph? No, it wasn't Ralph. <laughs> no, the guy whose car was buried. I know. I was the just, plow driver. I thought he was about to call him that. Oh, really? Yes. Jesus. And the plow driver told Ralph to go fuck himself. Why? Yes, uh, Ralph was telling him that you're watch out for other cars. He goes, "Let me do my job. Go fuck yourself. I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not here to be. Uh, there's a favor." I bet Ralph took that well. Well, he didn't. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah, yes. The guy who was the black car actually was telling Ralph that the guy, the guy who had like just nasty disposition to him. Oh my god! And, like had like no respect for him. Is Ralph the uh, complex enforcer? Eh, kind of. <laughs> Where were you in all of this, Frank? In the pizza I window? Wait, I was waiting to uh, just to get enough clearance so I could pull my car out, go for a drive, and find a park to walk into. Yeah, but the uh, the guy who the guy with the black car was was saying that the guy had like a nasty attitude, and he, he, he just like 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 had no respect for him. It was like like looking down upon him, and it was like he says I, he says I, I he and he's the guy that said that I thought he was about to call me the N word, and if he would have done that, he said it would have been on. Oh my God, <laughs> he says he was waiting for him to say that. You need to get out of there, Frank. I mean, I mean the guy the guy's right though. How do you not? How do you bury a fucking car like that? That's ridiculous. It's inexcusable. Well, you saw the picture, right? How badly that the, the black car was just like was like they, they they poured all the snow in back of him. Yeah, it sounded like your landlord got like a discount on the plow service or something. They hired day laborers. <laughs> oh God, it, it's it's terrible, and I pay fifteen hundred a fucking month for this shit. Yeah, that's a disgrace. I hope that you get. I really am wishing you the best of luck this weekend with the Super Bowl bets. You saw I went down too, right? No, my, uh, my soda review. I tried to walk around the property, and I actually fell. Oh my this god! Is, this is before the plow even came. Uh-huh. I I fell while filming, so you see, like, uh, I can't stand anymore, and I like went like. Like into a, a snowbank, so I didn't fall far hard, but I fell into a snowbank. Oh my god! And it just it took me about a minute to get back up. And you got all this on film? Yeah, I tell my yeah, I saw the review from yesterday. How the hell did I miss this? That's amazing. Yeah, I'm 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 stumbling, I'm stumbling. And I said, oh, because uh, I I I show my leg the snow up to my like knee, and I like try to take another step. And I just lost my footing. Frank, it's like the life alert commercials. Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. <sighs> I mean, it was it was terrible. I mean, I finally was able to get up, but... Ugh. And then the plow came and... 
it took five hours to basically plow the whole fucking land. Because it was basically like uh, scooping uh, sugar with a teaspoon. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, I hate snow. You know, I never hated snow until I started driving. Then I started hating snow. I despise snow. We got like two feet in Hoboken, pretty much. You know, I, I, it, a, a four-inch snowstorm, that's not too bad. But once it gets to six inches, 12 inches, a, a, the, the, it's 24 inches, it's just a nightmare. So I imagine you couldn't go in the office the last two days. Like well, I actually made it in today. I today. couldn't go on Monday. I couldn't go on Tuesday. But I was able to go in today. You got out for your walk today? Uh, a little bit of a walk. What's been going on with you, Frank? You, you've dropped a lot of weight like in a pretty fast time. Well, I did the walks are helping, I guess. How many pounds are you down? Well, for May, I'm down uh, like uh, 83 pounds. Uh, no, even more than 83 pounds. I'm, I'm down like uh, yeah, I'm down like 80 something pounds since May. Wow, good for you. That that's like a couple of years ago too, when you you had the all the weight loss. Yeah. Keep at it, Frank. I mean, do you have a goal? You should set a goal for yourself of a weight. I'm just setting small goals. Easy goals to meet and then passing the goal and then going on to the next goal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I really ballooned during the first three months of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't do anything. But, uh jeez. And I'm finding it easier to walk. I only did a, a short walk today, but I still made my 5,000 steps. The only day since Christmas that I didn't make my 5,000 steps was Monday. This is the blizzard. Yeah. Well, Tuesday you made it? Yeah. That's pretty good because it was still pretty bad out on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, after they uh, were able to plow enough for me to back my car out and get on the road. And the roads are really a mess here. I was able to get over to uh, a park in uh, North Arlington. Mm. Should we stop in a pizza land? No. So, Frank, are you, like, like, have you, like, dieted at all? Like, have you changed up your, you know, your eating or anything? Just reducing a little bit here and there. Like, portion reducing? Yeah. That's good. But, uh, uh, so, yeah, the only day I wasn't able to get the, uh, the walk-in was a day where it was, like, could Blowing snow, hazardous conditions, where basically I couldn't move. Yeah, it was bad on Monday. I didn't leave that. I didn't basically didn't leave the house for two days. Yeah, I just kept looking outside, hoping it would slow down a little bit, and it never did. It never did. Frank, are you going to? Uh, are you going to be off the day after the Super Bowl? Since you're going to be in Michigan. I don't know what's going on today after Super Bowl. I actually, uh, I put in a, a sick day on Monday. I, uh, I officially got off. I feel like it was the best decision I made in a while. I mean, uh, I have a different type of job now. I'll, uh, maybe I'll have to work, uh, if, depending on when I get back from Michigan, 
maybe I'll take off uh, Wednesday or Tuesday. I mean, we're now going to hit dead the dead season. Yeah, what what's going on? I mean, until really until March Madness and baseball starts back up. I mean, hockey right now. Uh, the Devils have a uh, COVID vacation because their whole fucking team has it. Yeah, I saw that. That's a disaster. Not all of them have it. It's like they were like some of them were just like exposed, right? Uh, no, they all have it. They all have it. Jeez. Yeah, because now the Sabers have COVID vacation because they played two games against the Devils, and oh they God. didn't realize the Devils had it. The Flyers, like, uh, might uh, I think the Flyers might even have a couple players that have it because they played against the Devils. What a disaster! Well, G- Gary Bettman fucking something up. You mean what? You shocked? No, clearly half-assed financially too, like going in the protocols and everything. Meanwhile, the Nets, what a fucking weird team they are. Frank, you're like the reverse mush with the Mets, with the Nets right now. I mean, they 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 try to blow yesterday's game. I saw a stat. They're against teams below 500. They're like uh, three and six. Against teams above 500, they're like six, like like 13 and three. Yeah, they've beaten a lot of good teams, and uh, you know the Clippers were just the latest. Uh, the Nets are just like they're too good with Kyrie, Harden, and and Durant on the offensive end. Boy, boy they, they they just don't play any defense whatsoever. They do not play defense, but I mean. They've th- basically they have the three best scorers in the game right now. The, the Wizards are four and thirteen and two of the wins against the Nets. Yeah, but Bradley Beal's tearing it up. God, he needs to go to a contender badly. He uh, he tied Michael Jordan for uh, most consecutive games with twenty five or more points. Uh, he has sixteen. He tied Jordan. Um, Wilt, listen to this. Wilt Chamberlain had eighty to start a year. Mm. Eighty straight games. Uh, no, that's the whole fucking season. The whole season, yeah. Yes, I don't. I, I, I think they might have played only eighty games in, the, in uh, his early days. Or it's possible it carried over from the year before. But do you know? Uh, uh, the, 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 I think it might have been the year he had a hundred points. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that were. I think he, his scoring average that year was just like, just like, mind-boggling. His numbers that year. Yeah, he was amazing. You know he. What was the rumor? He slept with over a thousand women? No, who that's what he claimed. <laughs> I'd believe it, probably more, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he actually wrote a book about it. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, there pack. it is. Fifty point four points per game in uh, nineteen sixty two. Holy shit. Before there was even a three point line. Yes. That's and he had uh the, listen to these numbers. This is this is like the the the, the first like uh, uh where he led the league in scoring every year for these like years. Thirty seven point six, thirty eight point four, fifty point four, forty four point eight, thirty six point nine, thirty eight point nine, thirty point one, thirty three point five. Holy shit! And uh, rebounds per game, twenty seven. 
the worst year of his rebounding career. Oh, wait a second. No, that's only a partial season. They're 18.4. It's only like 12 games with the Lakers after he got traded. Uh, so that's so, yeah, that's why he had a solo that year. I think he had an injury that year. So he was 18.4 in 12 games. I mean, those are just mind-boggling numbers. That's unbelievable. But he just couldn't win the big one. He had, uh, he had his kryptonite. And that kryptonite was uh, the Boston Celtics. He was just literally like the most dominant player ever, pretty much. Yeah. But Frank, do you think the Brooklyn Nets are an NBA Finals team? If they play up to their full potential, yes. Who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat them in a seven-game series if, if everyone's healthy and they're firing on all cylinders? Lakers, maybe, but... Well, that's in the finals. Before, yeah, before the finals, nobody, I would say. Unless they get an injury or something. I mean, uh, I've seen them beat the Bucks this last week. Uh, the Sixers, you know, the Sixers, they hit the playoffs and they, they, and they fold. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons couldn't hit a clutch shot if his life depended on it. Ben Simmons, if you put him on the uh, the pier and told him you had to throw the ball in the ocean, and the game's on the line, the ball would uh, go backwards. Well, Joel Embiid had a big night tonight. He had like thirty-four points, eleven rebounds, um, two steals, one block, eleven of eighteen. Said he's he basically he's on an MVP tour right now. I mean, right now, right now, uh, I, I, I don't know if the Utah Jazz are as good as they've played. No, but Donovan Mitchell's playing very well. The no. Nuggets haven't really gotten going. The Celtics really haven't gotten going. Jokic, though, on the Nuggets is playing like an MVP right now, though. He's one player of the month. Yeah, the Bucks are good. The Sixers are good. The Heat's 7-14. and 14. They're the 13th seed in the East. They lost to the Wizards. They've had a lot of injuries. They've had a lot of injuries. Yeah, probably, honestly, because they were playing in the finals, too. Yeah, that didn't help them. And they're a young team, so. That did not help them. And Tyler Hero is back to being uh, Tyler who? (laughs) Yeah, Frank, you dunked on him last year. (laughs) But. I mean, I'm. It's so bittersweet this week, like it always is. We're not gonna have yeah. the NFL again until September. Meaningful NFL games till September. Who do you like? In, who do you like in the Super Bowl, Frank? Chiefs. Chiefs. Why is but, that? What do you think is gonna happen? Uh, too much Patrick Mahomes. And Sammy Watkins is, I think, is coming back too to play. That's just like the rich gets rich, rich get richer there. Yeah, I just don't see how. I don't see how uh, the Bucks win that game. It's going to be very interesting, though, that they're the first team to play in their home stadium. I'm surprised at the uniform choices. 
I'm surprised that the Buccaneers went with the white. Yeah, because that's isn't that typically their away uniform? Uh they're one of those teams that sometimes wear the right red at home, sometimes wear the white at home. Well, I mean, I feel like the Chiefs gotta wear red. I think that's what everyone wanted. Uh, maybe. Very similar. It's very similar kind of colored teams. Do you know uh, which one we call uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys? You know, they're spooked by their blue uniform. Yeah, I know. They hate wearing it. They uh, they wore it in Super Bowl five, and just had like uh, the like uh, that was a, a Super Bowl where they they basically dominated the game. But because there was a million turnovers in that game, ended up losing. Yep. In fact, the, uh, late in the game, the game was tied. Uh, a pass bounced off the head of uh, Dan Reeves and was intercepted. Oh, my God. Instead of the winning field goal. Jesus. I mean, uh, they call it the blunder bowl. Because it was like uh, the, the two teams combined for like uh, 13 turnovers. Uh-huh. Frank, what's interesting about this Super Bowl this year is uh, Steve Spagnuolo gets to play against Tom Brady 13 years later in another Super Bowl, where, he, of course, he stifled him in the 18-0 Patriots in uh, the 2007 Super Bowl. And uh, do you know who the defensive coordinator for the uh, Buccaneers is? Todd Bowles. Yep. And Jason Pierre-Paul is now playing Brady again for the second time in the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, Eric Bieniemy is... Left without a job again. I don't understand how he didn't get a head coaching job. Uh, I I think you I think what you need to do. I think they need to to, to the teams can't hire coaches until after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that definitely affected him. But I mean, you. Uh, look- uh, I mean, who the fuck did the Eagles hire and 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 the Chargers and and I I don't get half these hires. The Chargers hire at least, like, the Rams' defense was awesome this year, so they hired their defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley. Um, but, like, the, the Eagles hired – here's the logic behind the Eagles hiring Sarani. Oh, by the way, did you hear his opening press conference, all, like, the stuttering and, like, oh, yeah, nonsense? He, he, oh, he, he is going to fail in epic proportions in Philadelphia. Well, he's just a really bad public speaker, which isn't good for the job. But No, he's going to fail. In, it, this is going to be an epic fail. Well, it seems like the job might be too big for him. He, he not, might not be ready for it. Howie Roseman is going to be fired soon. I think, I, think the, I, think, I think he might be uh, potential to be, uh, go one and, uh, go be one and done. Howie Roseman should have been out this year. Yeah, he should have been. Harry Roseman should have been fired before Doug Peterson. Yeah, or out both out together. Um, but this guy Sarani, uh, he comes from Frank Reich, obviously Frank Reich's system. The logic behind that was that Carson Wentz had an MVP type season, and the Eagles won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles uh, in Frank Reich's system when he was the OC of the Eagles. So, like, mm-hmm. I think that I think there was some logic behind that. The enemy deserves a job. He does. He does. He really does. I really thought that he was going to be the Jets or the Texans head coach. Well, the the, the Jets, I think they, they I think uh, from the start they like that that that, that Rob Salah. Yeah, and I think that's a good fit for them too. Jets have had their best teams when they've had a defensive first coach. I mean, uh, he looks like he's fiery. He's got like a looks like he has a little bit of a personality. 
What the hell did the Texans do though? They they hired sixty five year old David Cully. Oh, God, that is a clueless organization. Yeah, I'm surprised McDaniel's Casario didn't bring McDaniel's with him. He's the head coach and waiting in New England. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear at this point. But I mean, if he wanted a head coaching job, that was probably his best option was this year. Did you hear uh, Matthew Stafford had uh, that that he wouldn't go to uh, New England because of Matt Patricia? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so what do you? Th- that's that's another thing too. What do you think about that trade? I, I've not, I, 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 there's a reason why the Detroit Lions haven't have won one playoff game in 65 years. Well, Jared Goff, it seems like his career is probably going to go to die there. Yeah, it is. I mean, Jared Goff couldn't. Uh, Jared Goff in the Ram system last two years just was nothing. He'd have a good game here and a good game there. The Dolphins, the, the Dolphins, the Dolphins did nothing in that to his first game. Jared Goff had like a, just a disastrous game. When he lost to the Jets, Jared Goff had a disastrous game. He really has fallen off big time. I mean, uh, you go, you put him in a place like Detroit. Yeah. They're gonna go four and twelve. But it's like, uh, you know, it's like Matt Stafford. I'm kind of excited to see what Matt Stafford does with the Rams, but the Rams gave up two firsts and a third. The Rams haven't really drafted that well. They're, they're really yeah, now he, now he can hang out with his, uh, his, his, his buddy. Oh, yeah, uh, Sean McVay, who them and their wives or girlfriends, fiancés, were all down in Cabo together at the time of the trade. Well, did you hear about the other one, that his other buddy? Who? Plays baseball. Oh, Clayton Kershaw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they only bring that up eighty thousand times. Did you know Matt Stafford caught Clayton Kershaw growing up? I bet you Stafford. I bet you Stafford does big things in L.A. Who knows? Maybe the Rams will host next year's Super Bowl. Stafford. Yeah, I mean Stafford can still play. The Rams got a pretty good team. They did just lose a defensive coordinator though, who had that unit great. Like that system and those players were a great fit. So you don't know how they're going to adjust next year with a new coach. If they if Aaron Donald's healthy, they'll be good. That's all they need to know. Yeah. That's true, Frank. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We got a big week. Uh what are your thoughts on Rough and Rowdy, Frank? Uh Jose Canseco I saw was threatening you on Twitter. Well, I'll be right there. Why is he pissed off at you? Because you were calling him a rat? Yes. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen. I can't see Billy not just flooring him. You think? Uh, yeah, Billy's Billy's tall. He's 20. He's only like 21, 22. Jose Cateco's 54 and just all he is is, is just a one giant steroid needle. You think uh, he's probably been juicing up for this fight too? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt, he's juiced up. And then if he loses, he might claim it's Ozzy in the ring. 
Yeah, you, you ever heard that story? No. He does it. He see he. This is what it, what his son of a bitch uh, Jose Contenco is, and he actually got caught doing this. And I think he uh, that, that had to give back money or well, it was almost charged with fraud. He was doing autograph shows where he's charging fifty dollars per autograph. Uh huh. And it wasn't him. It was Ozzy signing it's him. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> because you know they're identical twins. Ozzy and Canseco. Ozzy and Jose. I didn't know that. Ozzy, he, Ozzy came up to the majors. I don't think he ever actually hit a home run in the majors. And he just came up here and there. He, he, had to, he never took steroids, so he never did anything. Wait, wait, wait. Ozzy Guillen? Ozzy Kinsenko. Oh. I didn't there's know that, he, I didn't There's an Ozzy Kinsenko that's his exact twin. Oh, my God. In fact, uh, briefly, both of them played together for the Newark Bears. When was Jose Canseco on the Newark Bears? Like 2001, 2002. Did they draw a lot of fans then when he was on the team? They actually did. They actually had like uh, very good crowds. You ever and go Jose Canseco ended up uh, signing with the White Sox. You ever go to any of those games, Frank? Yes, I did. With Canseco? Well, hopefully uh, by next show, next week, Frank, we'll have... Uh, Do you know who was on the team with them? Who? Bam Bam Mullins. Really? Yes. Who won't be back as a Mets bench coach next year. Yeah, supposedly Luis Rojas didn't like him very much. Yeah. Which is disappointing. I thought he might have been a better choice to the manager. I know. It sounds like Chili Davis is going to be back, though. Live. Yeah, that's going to be a big, big boost for Pete Alonzo. Just wait. So, Frank, Frank, the uh, MLB Network's list, they have um, – the Mets have a top 10 player at every position um, in their lineup besides third base with J.D. Davis. And that actually might be it. They have – Alonzo is, I think, seventh best first baseman or fifth. McNeil's number two behind LeMayhew. Lindor's four. Nimmo is fifth. The, 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 uh, McNeil shouldn't be two. I think he should be four. And uh, Lindor should be two. Lindor's shortstop. He's number four shortstop in the league. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you want to put Tatis ahead of him, I can do that. But who else are you going to put ahead of him? I think they put Story and Seeger ahead of him. That's ridiculous. Or no, you know what? They put Bogarts in story ahead of him. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think so, too. But also, um, Dom, Dom Smith was, I think, sixth best left fielder. Nimmo is fit between five and seven center field. Conforto that's fucking seven. ridiculous. James, James McCann, I think, is in the top five. James McCann actually is probably one of the best defensive catchers. Yeah, he is. And he can hit. Yeah, he's not a bad hitter. They got it. I, I mean, why do people think that Brandon Nimmo could play center field? He can't. They need to shore up their, their defense no matter what, though. They didn't finish off the lineup with getting a springer, so they have to get a defensive center fielder. They need one. Someone who can play every day like uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. 
And you know what? They should get back. I mean, if they don't get Bauer, they need they should get Odorizzi. They need to shore up their their starting pitcher yeah. too. They have yeah. a lot of depth, and it looks like Lucchesi right now. If the season started today. Lucchesi would be their fifth starter. I like that guy they got from Marlins. Yeah, Yamamoto. Yeah. They have a lot of depth. They have a lot of you know decent pitching depth from AAA, and you know if someone gets hurt, you know you always you know who they were showing interest actually, and in, apparently is uh, Rich Hill. I don't want that. I mean, he's 40 years old, and he gets hurt a lot, but, I mean, he is a good pitcher when he's healthy. Uh, I don't want that one. I don't want him. Which, of course, means they'll probably get him. Probably. They'll get Rich Hill. They'll keep Nimmo in center. They'll sign Marwin Gonzalez. And they won't sign another starter. Or they they won't uh, sign another reliever. Which means... Roy Oswalt, no, Corey Oswalt again. God, not again. I mean, the next time I want to see Corey Oswalt pitching a game is waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning and watching him in Korea. My God. Like uh, Chris Flexen. Yes. Who's now with the, the Mariners, by the way. You know the problem with Chris Flexen, he, he's the uh, a quadruple-A pitcher. Yeah, like too good for triple-A and not good enough for the majors. Basically, it's very good stuff, but not consistent. No, that's what the problem is. He's just, the, 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 there's always those quadruple-A players. Well, yeah, he, Frank, he's a guy who, like, especially when he started, like, coming out of the bullpen, like, he was throwing really hard. He was throwing upwards of 95, and uh, then he would just hang one and then give up a home run. I mean, Bam Bam Newlands was a classic uh, quadruple-A player. I mean, uh, you don't know this about Bam Bam Newlands. He was the it prospect at one time for the Yankees. Really? Yeah, and he never panned out. What era was he in? 80s, 90s, or 90s and early 2000s, I guess? No. You had it right the first time. 80s. Yeah, well, where he's like, his rookie cards were like 1989 tops, and he was supposed to be like the it rookie in 1990 and 91, and he just never panned out. My people told me, Bam Bam Mullins, Bam Bam Mullins. <laughs> I mean, did the, the the Yankees the Yankees were pretty much a disaster in the early nineties. Yeah, they they really were. The nine the nineteen ninety Yankee season, if it wasn't for Kevin Moss coming up and hitting like twenty homers in the last uh, two months of the season, they would have probably lost a hundred games. They were bad. They were as bad as bad gets, and then they were you know then they hit a dynasty. And they uh. They had a loss on July first that I just that I to this day might be one of the most embarrassing losses in the history of baseball. What happened? They threw a no hitter and lost. Oh my god! Now it doesn't count as a no hitter anymore because they were the road team and they were down four nothing in the ninth. And they ne- never got to finish the nine innings. Uh, so it's a it, it it counted at first as a no hitter. Then they changed the rules. Then uh, next year 
And this is just like a footnote that they allowed four runs without a without without a hit. Andy Hawkins pitched that day. It was against the uh, White Sox at Old Comiskey Park. Yeah. And it, it was nothing, nothing in the eighth inning. But he uh, loaded the bases. Uh, the Yankees had like uh, the Yankees had two errors and a walk, like loaded the bases. Mm-hmm. And then he gave up a fly ball to left field. And the Yankees, you want to talk about people playing out of position? They had Jim Leyritz playing in left field. Oh, my God. And the wind blew it. And he, like, lost the ball in the wind. He got turned around. The ball hit off his glove and rolled, rolled away from him. And all three runs scored. Holy shit. And then the next guy hit the ball to Jesse Barfield, who, like, tried to, like, do a snatch catch in right field and dropped the ball. And the fourth run scored. You know I played high school football with his nephew. The Mets actually drafted his son, and he never made it. And he never made it, yeah. But yeah, Jesse Barfield, Jesse Barfield, like, and he was a good glove. He was a he was a gold glover. And yet the Yankees allowed four runs without a hit to the White Sox and lost four to nothing. Unbelievable. Frank. And, uh, and the, the best call is, uh, like, the game was I like Channel 11 with uh, Frozilla. And there's a flat ball. We're going to get out of this. Oh, no. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Well, Frank, um, this has been a great uh, preview show. And uh, now we got some Ask the Tank to roll into before we wrap up. All right. <laughs> Avery Walker is telling me to ask you the hard-hitting question. Would you rather only drink gravy-flavored soda or put various soda-flavored gravies on your food for the rest of your life? Gravy-flavored sodas? Only. Or... Put various soda flavored gravies on your foods for the rest of your life. <laughs> Maybe just soda flavored gravy. That's a definite tongue twister. You think you get used to that? Mm-hmm. I guess. It's put my mind in a pretzel, though. Then this next person you answered, Luke Patrick, wanted to know about slicing your hot dogs in half and grilling them. You're against that, Frank? Yes. I like to keep the hot dog pure, uncut, and just let it. it, it uh, if it bursts open in cooking, that's the way, the only way to do it. It's an uncut gem, so to yes. say. Yes. Davis wants to know: Have there been talks about you singing the national anthem at Rough and Rowdy? Not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, unless uh, unless Big Cat wants to give it up, it's probably going to be Big Cat again. Do you have any uh, heckling songs or anything for Jose Canseco? I'm cooking up a few things. I actually think he might get out of the ring and punch you in the face, Frank. (laughs) Cruz wants to know, how will the the Billy versus Canseco fight end? Jose won't get to see round three. All right, that's a pretty bold prediction. Greg Goats wants to know, Frank, 
would you go on surviving Barstool on a figure season? I don't know. I mean, right now, I don't think I'm in a position to do it. Being that I'm, uh, I'm getting into these walks. But maybe down the line. Talk to me a little bit about um, Surviving Barstool. Like, what's it about for those who don't really know anything about it? Well, basically, they had a, a group of bloggers. They had to stay in the office. They couldn't leave the office. They had to sleep at the office, eat at the office, drink at the office, uh, shower at the office. For how long? A whole, uh, a whole week until, or until they got voted off. Oh, my God. How do you eat? Oh, you just get food delivered? Oh, yeah. Uber Eats. Oh, my God. I feel like you would love that, Frank. Yeah, but right now, that I'm doing the walks and trying to get uh, lose some weight that way, that's better. That's true. There's showers at the office? There's one shower at the office, yes. Oh, my God. How many people were staying there? Uh... I think it started out with eight people, if I'm not mistaken. That's ridiculous. And White Sox Dave, nobody liked him, so they voted him off right away. <laughs> Shocker. But, Frank, uh, Brandon Weber wants to know, do you think Trevor Bauer will sign before spring training? Yeah, he will. Yeah. You think Mets or Dodgers? Dodgers. God. Rich get richer. I feel like with Bauer, though, it's like, all right, he can go to a team that just won the World Series and dominate possibly one another, or he can go to the Mets and be like that piece that gets him over the hump. I feel like Bauer, I don't know. I mean, if he wants to be on the West Coast, he wants to be on the West Coast, and obviously that's an easy situation. It's I, like think that's, I think that's what it's going to come down to. It's like, it's like Durant joining the Warriors, but, I mean, at the same time, like if he was that piece to put the Mets over. Yeah, top, no, I think this is actually – about the, the East Coast, West Coast for him. If they got Bauer, their rotation would be Bauer, DeGrom, Carrasco, Stroman, Peterson. And then until Syndergaard came back, they'd have six basically like really good starters. And, of course, it won't mean anything because every ball will fall in, in center field. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I would... I can't believe I once, I once thought we had a chance to win the game, but then someone hit the ball to center field and it fell in front of Nimmo. And I am I've seen worse fielders, but none have been worse than Brandon Nimmo as every ball falls in front of Nimmo. And I am MMO. No. And it's just like, wh- what about left field, too, now? They're going to have Dom Smith playing left for a full season. You know, Dom Smith actually is getting better in left field. He is, but 162 games, I don't know. And he's so much better at first. Yes, he is. Mets did catch a break, though, with Cano. Oh, God, thank God he's gone. But he'll be back next year. No, he won't be. <laughs> no, I, I do think that they'll buy him out. Oh, Frank, by the way, we haven't talked since this happened. What do you think about Steve Cohen deleting his Twitter? He, it's a temporary. He'll be back. You think it was fast? Too fast? Too, too soon? 
You didn't, yeah, you, you, you didn't see what happened, didn't you? They were harassing him about the stocks. No, it wasn't that. They were threatening his wife and kids. Yeah, no, I know. They were threatening his family. So, I don't know when he'll come back, but hopefully he'll come back. These stock things, it's getting out of hand. It's just like everything is just like, like just so extreme now. Yeah. Dave, of course, wants to kill the uh, Robin Hood kid. No, the Robin Hood kid is a fucking asshole. Yeah, he is. He just looks like a snake. By the way, they, they have a uh, Super Bowl commercial coming out, too. Oh, brother. Yeah, bunch of frauds. Mm-hmm. Does it have uh, Does it begin off with Salute mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a requirement uh, How much you want to bet George Soros Is, is bankrolling this fucking company Probably Frank IH wants to know What is your strategy for Sunday's betting challenge I have no idea I've never done this before. I've never live bet. So I'm basically just going to be flying blind. Oh, my God. By the way, you want to talk about surprises brewing? Right now, Georgetown's beating Creighton. Wow. Creighton's wearing best bre- breast cancer uniforms today. So instead of wearing like their regular white and blue, they're white and pink. Are you a believer that that might be jinxing then? I don't know. It just it, it always seems like the teams that wear like weird uniforms like that always seem to lose though. Why are they wearing breast cancer uniforms now? Did somebody in their program uh or like eh, maybe just just like just awareness. You know, teams do that. Baseball has their Mother's Day, the pink bats. But yeah, they're wearing breast cancer uniforms. White with pink letters and numbers. And they even have pink towels. Seton Hall had a nice win today against uh, Providence, at least. Yeah, Kevin Willard's 200th win. But uh, Georgetown hasn't been anything with uh, Patrick Ewing. But somehow they're getting this winning today. Uh, one of the players, uh, one of the players must have uh, had a... Uh, Mother die of breast cancer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, someone, a family member or something to the program must have... Uh... Well, well, the guy, the guy's on the bench, but on his warm-up jersey, it says, in memory of mom. Wow, that's really sad. Sports are weird that way, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, a huge, you know, emotional victory for her. In, you, in saw, her um, you saw Marty Schottenheimer is uh, basically on his way out. Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. From where? He's in hospice care for, uh, uh, he has Alzheimer's. Ah, I didn't know that. That's sad. What a, what a coach he was. No coach has won more games up going into Super Bowl. That's a nice touching eulogy, Mr. Mike Francesa. (laughs) But you know, it's the truth. No coach has won more games up going into Super Bowl than him. I bet you Mike's going to say that, too, like, whenever he passes away. like Because, because you, know, it, you know, if he would have made it to one Super Bowl, even if he probably would have lost the Super Bowl, he probably would be in the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, maybe they'll slip him in one day. Anyway, I, but I think he's the only uh, the only coach other than uh, active coaches with 200 wins not in the Hall of Fame. And he had teams that could have done it too, and, and and he lost some of the weirdest games. He lost the uh, the the Elway drive, the fumble the next year. Yep. Ernest Biner at the Ernest Biner had a clear path to the end zone, and someone just like smacked, the, just like got the, like the the nose of the football, and it just like just dropped. Yeah, no, that was bad. And then uh, he had the Lynn Elliott game. When he's at the Chiefs. Or Lynn Elliott. Um, they lost to the, uh, the uh, Colts 9-7. And Lynn Elliott missed five field goals. Jesus. I mean, these are some of the most hideous playoff losses ever. So he had, he had, he had his chances to get there. He just always seemed to lose like just, just in a weird fashion. Frank, last question for the night. Um, shit, I lost to Oh, Jensen Jennings wants to know, will you still be making a Super Bowl sandwich this year? Uh, it doesn't look that way. But who knows? Maybe I'll just... Uh, I've had Super Bowl sandwiches years years and before and years in there. And uh, maybe I'll uh, do a Final Four sandwich. That sounds pretty good. What's on the typical Super Bowl sandwich? Uh, Gabagal. Prosciutto. Oh, my God. Uh, Wunderbar bologna. And liverwurst. Oh. <laughs> bologna and liverwurst. What the fuck? No what, cheese? You never, what? No cheese? Uh, if, if you want some cheese, sometimes I'll put some slicing mozzarella on it. Thank you, Frank. Uh, well, my, fa- my father, who like makes a similar sandwich, always puts the uh, which call on it, the uh, the provolone. Yeah, of course. I live next to two of the best Italian delis, I think, in New Jersey. Um, Lasordo Brothers, which I go at least once a week, and uh, Luke. We live next to Luca Brasi's. Yeah. We got, of course, you got to get cannolis here. I need to get cannolis at yeah at Lacerdo Brothers. I want to get cannolis, but yeah, they, they have a, on their napkins there at Luca Brasi's. It's uh, leave the gun, take the cannolis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, Frank, it's been a great Super Bowl preview show. Hopefully, the Mets will do something significant. Hopefully, Bauer actually makes his decision in the next few days, and it's with the Mets. Yeah, and, uh, we'll see what happens. The Super Bowl should be great, and uh, not and just remember forward. Luca Brasi, sweet sleeps with the fishes. That's right. That's right, Frank. Good luck this weekend with it, with all your endeavors and and the betting, and hopefully you come back a rich man. All right, see you next week. Yep. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War.